0: We're so conditioned to go through these gatekeeping processes that we fail often to stand outside the zone and be like, that's just one way for people right. to see your film. And that's just one way for people to give a shit about your film. And we let that define how good or bad we are as creators, as artists, as filmmakers, when in fact, those were all measures of success that somebody, some dude, some committee that's human created. And who is to say that that committee stands for the Taste of the entire world of cinema. We are the Get Realisms podcast. I am Adam Chase Ready, and I am Christine Chen. And surprise, we're both filmmakers. We get into
1: it by sharing secrets, advice, and gossip in filmmakers
0: and we even get our
1: other filmmaking friends to share theirs, too. So please, everybody, join us for an vote to, to filmmaking. <laughs> In this season, we get into Christine's feature like thriller fantasy, Ursula.
0: A small idea that made a killer swamp mermaid a reality.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Get Realisms podcast. I am Adam Chase Rennie.
0: And I am
1: welcome, one and all. Thank you so much for being here. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of both of us that were here, and it only took us and uh, three and a half hours.
0: <laughs> a measly to, hour and a half
1: <laughs> to to get all to get all of our shit together figured out, <laughs> which is fine, it, honestly we've had we've had worse audio struggles and i've i've improved my game as of recently same with christine and then you know problems ensue especially when we use programs like zoom that should be let's be honest in a dumpster fire i am sorry (laughs) but the app has got to go we got to get a better thing calling you out zoom it is what it is i'm sick of it i'm I'm tired i'm tired of you killing us (laughs) Uh, whatever all right christine you're in shreveport
0: (laughs) i'm in shreveport yes what's up dude i'll probably be facing unstable internet services but
1: oh honestly i literally we went through unstable services here so who knows what happens to my internet as well (laughs) we're both just going to be offline in like three seconds on and off
0: on and off i'm sure yeah. Oh, it's so weird.
1: Uh, all right. Well, you're you're in a you're doing a feature in Shreveport, right?
0: Yeah, I'm uh prepping for a um a feature. Yes, a uh, horror film actually called right. Cabin Girl. So pretty exciting. Um, it, this time we have a lot of prep time, which is great. Um, it's been just time to scout out potential locations um and lock in schedule concerns and stuff like that so yeah
1: just the typical
0: pre-production stuff what's exciting is that next week i'm going to new orleans to do arcade fire
1: that's fucking nuts that's that's still crazy to me that's still wild that you're that you're doing that
0: i'm very Mm. excited
1: you were right zoe was in that music video i checked it out
0: yeah right after we
1: after we talked about it and yeah i can i can fully confirm that 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 is indeed zoe and i was like i just i just didn't really put two and two together when i first saw that music video but that was a while ago
0: just look and be like oh that's so like we didn't really even know zoe then you know like no so, no yeah,
1: but she's such a rad lady and i did not know that she was in it and it was so fun it was awesome seeing it and it's yeah. a good song too it's a very good song yeah. um you can't really talk much about that probably arcade fire shoot probably no right? i've
0: signed it in da yeah so yeah
1: makes sense
0: but i am excited about it and um they're getting all the things together and
1: so wait, you're I'm not actually, shooting the feature. So till, I'm oh, actually
0: not, I'm the second, second on this one. I'm not the first, I was supposed to be the first, but then apparently they've had some bad issues with safety with previous 80s. And so the, the, oh. um, the band actually came in with the specific person they wanted. So, Oh, gotcha. So, gotcha. Yeah, so that became second, second, which is totally fine. Cause I hope like, that means I can learn some stuff from it. It'll be good for me to learn from like a bigger head honcho, you know?
1: Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe
0: I'll be in and I'll be like, Oh, I'm better.
1: (laughs) i got to run this shit better than you can with blindfold.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We'll see. So,
1: yeah, no, um, I have faith in you. So wait, the, for the feature, are you, are you, so you're not shooting it till.
0: Not until February. Um, Twenty eighth is the first day of shooting.
1: Oh wow! Oh okay. So it's in its it's, infancy still. In
0: person, in person prep. So right. Yeah, that's why I have to be here. I just uh, the you know, be there with the the director when they have questions, need things changed, and and all that jazz. So it's good. It's we're just. I guess this is like we're bonding. So like before we even shoot, we'll already like know each other, you know, and it won't be it won't be a lot of like getting to know each other type stuff, which will be
1: wild production. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. How about you? What's on your end?
1: Um, nothing much. I mean, besides the fact that like, first for whatever reason we have the dumbest fucking garage door and mm-hmm. it just decided to not fully close in the middle of the night when my mom came home. Uh, so usually like we always like hit the garage door button and then we close the door and then walk in the house and we just don't bother checking the garage door. But a couple of times the garage door didn't fully close. And this happened like a few months ago and we talked to our landlord about it. And, and he was like, oh yeah, no, it's it should be fine. If it, if it only happens when well. it was probably like the sensor issue and then we realigned the sensor and then everything was all good and gravy until literally last night. Or no, sorry, two nights ago when a b- literally like a good, good pile of snow just decided to just come and just like fuck a lot of the boxes and all this stuff up uh, in my garage. So it's just me literally cleaning that shit up.
0: But that's about for, it. For people who are listening from <laughs> other places, it's uh, snowing in the South, which is really random.
1: Yeah, like, like like as if we didn't learn our fucking lesson last year with Snowvit <laughs> and shit like that. It's, it's insane. You want to notice something funny too. People tell me, like, oh, yeah, no, this is like it, it, Texans, mind you. This only happens like every once, every 50, 100, 100 yeah, plus years.
0: Twice in a row now. <laughs> and I
1: have it twice in a row. And then it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not climate change, clearly. I'm out of my mind, right?
0: Totally not.
1: <laughs> fucking unbelievable so you know I, I i just been dealing with that and um oh i watched uh, a couple movies i've been watching oh. i've been i've been watching a shit ton of stuff so we can get into okay. some review okay. shit okay. um i'm
0: looking for things to watch so what have you watched sir? so
1: i just watched uh guillermo del toro's new movie nightmare alley
0: was it good
1: holy shit was it good it was phenomenal but here's the thing though very sad very sad I did not leave that movie feeling great (laughs) I didn't feel great but it was fucking stunning it was gorgeous the story was captivating and Mm -hmm. everything about it and how ominous it is like sort of like Joker you know how like every scene just sort of like intensifies a little bit, you know, like kind of dials it up a little bit in, in terms of like the intensity with the main character and stuff, or at least in nightmare alleys case, it's like multiple main characters and you see the tension and the emotions like racking up and shit like that and building and building and an ending that I had absolutely no clue was going to happen. And apparently I learned this, like literally this morning, apparently it's a remake. It was a movie that was made in 1947 with the same title called nightmare alley. And it was like one of like, and it was, it's a, it's a neo-noir or a, a film noir, sorry um it, it, even in the in the 40s in the early 50s it's wow, which is crazy because it was one of yeah it was like one of the uh, the first of like you know like of the many like humphrey bogart type of you know crazy like investigation films but this was like its first and it's like presentation of how like showbiz can chew you up and spit you out Mm -hmm, essentially mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. and that was kind of like the impetus it's so much more deeper in in nightmare alley especially with what the story pertains it's it's so much deeper it's very good but please like don't watch this at night before you go to bed you will fucking you will be so depressed You'll yeah. just be really sad. You got to like watch it in the morning and then follow it up with I don't know fucking puppy videos or something. I don't know. Like you got it. You got to follow it up with something. Uh, but this is like I will say this is one of the best. But this is one of the darkest like Guillermo's gotten with his work, okay. which is awesome. But yeah, you know, equally like terrifying in a humanity sense of the story. You yeah. know, it's it's very very captivating. Hmm. Ten out of ten.
0: Ten out of ten. Okay. Okay.
1: And then, uh and then, uh,
0: totally watch it.
1: Yeah. No, totally. And um but
0: just be prepared to be depressed.
1: Right. Are you a Guillermo del Toro fan?
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I really liked his Pan's Labyrinth a lot.
1: Um, oh my god. Yeah. So that movie is that beautiful.
0: I wasn't as big of a fan of the last one. Um. Oh, Shape of Water. Of the Oscars. Yeah, Shape of Water. Um, I thought it was beautiful and everything. Yeah, but I wasn't like whoa, you know,
1: captivated. Yeah,
0: yeah, but I thought obviously beautiful and stunning, cinematically and stuff like that.
1: It's also um, like the same like stunning visuals in Nightmare Alley too, um, for sure.
0: Noir, so oh yeah, so much of Ursley a big inspiration, right? Noir, so um, yeah, that's cool. I will definitely maybe see if we can watch it. Is it on uh it's on Amazon or
1: it's on HBO max. Yeah.
0: I was on HBO. Uh, whenever we have that. Um, yeah.
1: I'm yeah. Gonna... It's, it's for free on HBO max. I watched it, uh, last or yeah, yesterday afternoon. ish. It was like, I had a couple of minutes to spare and I was like, I was, I was kind of tired and shit. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to put on nightmare alley. Apparently it's great and stuff, All right? Let's just fucking try it out. And afterwards I was like, fuck i gotta watch like something else and then i uh <laughs> later that day i watched mm-hmm. two movies later that day i i definitely had a palate cleanse, just completely from left field and i went to the movie theater and watched uh jackass forever yeah <laughs> the new jackass uh, movie why
0: would you watch that
1: what do you mean it's amazing i grew up watching jackass what are you talking about I I never are you serious like yeah no yeah, I, I grew just- up watching jackass since mtv okay. dude yeah oh yeah Yeah, i guess oh my god my sister and i we i remembered like after school we would like watch jackass reruns even like the same ones we watched so many times it was like part of like the syndicate for mtv they wanted to do more shows and shit like that so it was like that show and then um i think road road rules or something like that yeah like yeah road rules or like um what was that one? Re- it doesn't matter. Anyways, so it, that was playing. And then also like reruns of Jackass. So those episodes were rerunning and then those episodes. So I, literally like every time we come from school, we just watch Jackass. And then we watched the first movie together in theaters, yeah. the second one and the third one in like my sister and I together in theaters. And we just, we love those movies so much. And this is the first one that I've haven't, I mean, my what sister's is, what is halfway around the world.
0: About jackass That you like
1: What do you mean There's nothing about it That I Other than It is just a Fucked up, hilarious experience. Okay, just, it is just, just a, fu- it is just hilarious yeah. and fucked up. There's yeah. no thrill. Listen, there's nothing about the, it, it, there's nothing cinematically pleasing about Jackass. Let's <laughs> let's let's be clear, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't a cinematic fucking masterpiece <laughs> that I can compare to with Nightmare right. Alley or Citizen Kane or any fucking movie for that matter. Right. It is a completely separate thing in of itself. So when I'm talking about Jackass, because like me i love dumb shit just as much as you people like dumb shit we all like dumb shit you like soap operas christine i know that so
0: wait what soap operas do i like i don't like soap operas. you like
1: those you like those you like those holiday uh films you like those, those are
0: uh soap operas they're very soapy me? they're very they're soapy not, come on no give
1: me a fucking break <laughs>
0: those are they're not,
1: not soap soap soapy All I want for Christmas is you. Yeah, it's all that. It's it's all it's all that.
0: Not soap. That doesn't mean that that's.
1: No, you have your soapy Christmases. I have my full-grown, old-ass adult men's crushing their nuts on a giant hand, slapping them into a pool. You know, I I love that. I'm sorry, sue me. You know, it's just it's the best, and also it's just like because like they have like old stunts that they kind of reminisce about and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, it's memories and shit like that. Of just, you know, Steve-O of how he lost his teeth and shit like that. You know, (laughs) it's awesome. Um, yeah. So I watched those and, uh, nothing, nothing, nothing else. I want to think like, what did I see before that? Um, nothing so I got this like I got a free trial subscription of uh this thing called the Criterion Channel. Have you heard of this? Yeah. It's like a streaming app. So I got a I got a three month free trial. Like that okay. was emailed to me. And I was like uh, th- that was emailed to me like months ago. And I just yeah. I just completely forgot to redeem it. And it was like the last like few days before the coupon was going to expire or the trial was going to expire. Yeah. And so I was like okay you know what I'll just I'll give this a go. And like there's just so many like crazy ass like international films that are like fascinating there's like yeah. there's international like 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 noir films that happen in russia like russian noir films and stuff mm-hmm. like that like they have like crazy like geographical subgenres like in the criterion channel app and they have like even American films too, but like a lot of like classic, like American films, not really much yeah. like Reese. I think like the most recent American film was like uncut gems. Like that was the last like criterion worthy, like movie to be part of that collection and stuff. Yeah. But uh, it's a fun app. It's really cool. I don't know if uh, anybody else wants to give it a go, criterion. but it's, it's fun. If you're like a huge film person, Give it a whirl. I mean, you know, if you love watching movies, if you love sitting on the couch and doing nothing like me, then you'll absolutely love the uh, the Criterion Channel app. I'm, I, I promise you. There's so many great, great movies on there that I didn't realize yeah. that were like Criterion-worthy that I've watched. Like, I've got, i got got didn't know anything about like Jim Jarmusch like that as a director, like I've heard the name like circling around before, but I'd never like seen ghost dog or, you know, cigarettes and coffee or any of those, like those films that film buffs are like, Oh my God, you got to watch this. So yeah. Getting into that. And it's, it's broadened my horizons for, uh, for film knowledge, you know?
0: Yeah. No, I I need to get it though. I know there's a lot of films on there that I need to, As a filmmaker, I should
1: know them. I mean, yeah, but there's plenty of amazing filmmakers that, you know, I mean, you have their own sensibility of how they go about their life and their experiences. And they still know how to make a film, even as opposed to somebody who watches movies nonstop, which is me. Um, you know, you, you still, you still have your strengths, you know, when it comes yes. to filmmaking. <laughs> so it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I I'm just saying it doesn't matter. What I'm
0: doing. Yes. Yeah. Only sometimes. <laughs> yeah, no, I am right now. I feel like I'm flying blind. Um, we have a, I'm supposed to say that, that earliest coming out in June. Right. Um, video on demand. There's not an exact date yet. Uh, Right. But now with with a film that doesn't have like stars and stuff like that, most distributors won't give a crap about trying to do theatrical. So I think I am going to attempt to do self-distribution for the theatrical aspect of it or figure out how to do it. Um, but doing like a limited release, you know, even if it's just marketing and we make zero money from it, like, I want people to be able to see it, you know? And yeah. so, uh, and experience so it on a
1: big screen too. That would be, yeah, that would be true. I want to do
0: events. So I know like in Shreveport, for example, I want to do something where like there's mermaids that are at the event, you know, mm-hmm. with the screening. I think that'd be fun. Um, I would love to do like a limited release for Alamo draft house and, I wanted to. I think, I think Ursley is an event film. Like, you know, like, I agree.
1: Yeah. yeah
0: go with your family, popcorn type thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Summer, be outside and it's fun type thing. That's, that's my gut feeling, you know, and I feel like going with their gut is always a good thing. So I've been in deep, uh, basically doing my research to see what, like, mermaid events and conventions are happening around the world and seeing if there's a way to like partner up with them and stuff like that. So hey um, yeah okay yeah so that's that's where my brain is at right now is
1: you gotta update me on that because I would love to see Ursley on a on a big screen any chance I can get yeah. to see Ursley on a big screen for sure.
0: Exactly. So hopefully um hopefully it will be an, a limited release in somewhere in Austin and there'll be like a screening and you'll be able to go see it. So that would be pretty darn cool.
1: I think so. Not to discredit, you know, video on demand, video on demand is great too, but yeah, you know, it's just,
0: there is something like just, there's a
1: community of experience that I love about movies, especially seeing it in a movie theater and like hearing like, the gasping and the awes and the ooze and the fucking hoorays and laughter and shit like that. You, you live for that shit.
0: Yeah. So, but uh, I'm excited. Yeah. Dude. I'm excited too. Um, this is a much, even though it's just as nerve wracking because it's, it's, but it's nerve wracking because I don't know what I'm, I'm literally don't know what I'm doing. Um, but it's at least better than like, raising money
1: <laughs> i think you know what you're doing but you you just you like to you like to be okay. humble and say i you kind don't of
0: know what i'm doing but it's more like i i it hasn't been proven i mean i've done like limited screenings for free in a bar and i've gotten people there you know gotten a good sizable amount of people there so i guess it's like that but like 50 times bigger yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: i guess so i guess so yeah. but you know i i still think it's a um it's a doable thing. I mean, how, how this, how this story is made and stuff and how, how it's carefully orchestrated all by you and carefully written and everything. Yeah. It just, it feels like it's supposed to belong on a big screen for sure. You know, and of course, you know, enjoying it in, in, I would love to like see it at home as well, but Mm -hmm. yeah, to, to see it, to see it on a, on a big screen is, a great. I love, I love that. Yes. So, um, so there's something else I was going to ask you that I forgot, but it doesn't matter. Ah doesn't yes, it
0: matter. Does. What were you going to ask me?
1: No, I can't remember. That's the thing. Oh no. Yeah. Just it completely, it was there and then it was like, hang on, what? And gone. then my ADHD kicked in, and just fucking <laughs> evaporated right from my brain. Ah. <laughs> oh. So,
0: yeah. So that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh,
1: are we would you ask me what else is new? Nothing. Nothing yeah. else is new. I mean, uh, yeah, we're still that's waiting on a reschedule nothing. for the. Um, I mean, I'm okay. I'm. 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 I'm f- finishing my script. <laughs> okay. I, I, other than that, like, I'm just still working on that. But um, yeah, no, I just, other than that, I, I just been kind of like, you know, I've been watching, I'm trying to watch more movies as of recently mm-hmm. because I realized that like nothing better of inspiration comes for me writing as movies does.
0: Movies.
1: Yeah. Watching. It, it, watching, just simply watching movies has really helped. And going back and watching old movies that like, I sort of like, like I never like, so I watched Requiem for a Dream, like. 10. Oh, I can't
0: watch that again. I can't. That so
1: here's sick. the thing, though. Like I watched it when I was like ten years old. So like oh I God, watched you it watched
0: like that when you were ten. Why? Yeah, That's my
1: sister. Worst. My sister like hung out with pretty cool friends. Why? What, what can I say? Uh, I watched that. I watched also. Like that's how I got into horror. Actually, was was those uh-huh. guys um, got me into like that is you know not
0: a kid's film. Like I was traumatized it's not. as an adult watching it, but it will make you not do drugs, so that's good. I guess maybe you kids should watch it.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean it didn't, it didn't, it didn't. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. But I mean, yeah. Well, okay. Here's the thing. Like I knew, like. The implications of the movie, but I didn't fully really understand the movie because I was like, you know, I was still in the, you know. I don't know, like I I was I I didn't know what what I was thinking when I was 10 years old, because I only remember like fragments of the movie and stuff like that, because I only seen it once. So I've only seen like, you know, I've only remembered bits and pieces and stuff. And then I watched it. I want to say a week ago. Hang on no it was the it was the day before you came to my house yeah it was it was the day before so i rented it it was like it was on my apple tv recommendations and it was like for like 50 cents to rent and shit and i was like oh okay okay. fuck it. who cares it's 50 cents fuck it yeah so i rented it and you know sort of like nightmare alley i I didn't feel good after the movie for sure but uh
0: i felt awful after watching that movie yeah like
1: no you don't feel great awful. you don't
0: <laughs> yeah like i I hated the world i felt like like world people suck and i just felt like humanity sucked and just it made me feel awful like that ending yeah. scene how it and it just like
1: yeah how like, it oh man, yeah
0: i cannot watch that film it just made me feel awful yeah um, so i'm i'm surprised that uh like you watch are watching that again. i mean it's it's a, it's a cinematic masterpiece for sure.
1: that i watched it at a young age
0: yeah, yeah i mean
1: i also watched there will be blood like when i was in like the when i was 14 15 blood is like on
0: a is totally is it's
1: completely different level yeah, yeah yeah no i agree i agree but like yeah those those movies yeah i don't know i and I don't even remember the circumstance and how I watched that movie. Like, yeah. I think it was like from a blockbuster rental and we just watched it at my house. And I think it was like my sister and her friends. And then I decided to just <laughs> tag along and watch it with them and shit. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Fuck it. And it turned out, I was like, what the fuck is this? And I don't get it. And I don't really feel good. I'm going to go read some uh, Captain America comic books. You, I'll see losers later. And I just went yeah. upstairs and just, you know, fuck off to <laughs> comic book land um where things are just simpler ladies and gentlemen and if you want to st- even still challenge me that the marvel cinematic universe are hack cinema like we talked about last week uh that scorsese fucking shots fired at the I'll fucking fight anybody who wants to challenge me on the on the marvel cinematic universe anyways but yeah dude so i want... yeah i know i know i know i just love i just love it when uh Because I see it on Twitter too. Like I see I see a lot of people like be weird fucking stands for uh Martin Scorsese and just like you know, just let a fucking opinion really die on a hill, like as if like any Marvel fan could give a fuck. But like somebody like me who loves Martin Scorsese and loves Marvel films sort of like kind of hit me the wrong way for like all these Martin Scorsese fans to speak on behalf of him and just be like, yeah, you fucking Marvel fans don't know what good movies are. It's so it's like, "Go fuck yourself. You like, like, you know what good movies are, by the way, not every single Martin Scorsese film is a fucking like hit <laughs> it's it's they're, they're not. And, and if you want to argue with that, that's fine. It whatever, but it, the facts are there. <laughs> So I, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. But it uh, it is it is hilarious seeing some of these people on the internet just go fucking wild on these like Marvel fans that literally like just enjoy the films as like like I talked about it last week. It's it it's a awesome hero's journey, and people can relate to this shit. I don't know, and people have experiences with these comic books like I have growing up and shit like that. You know, Mm -hmm, so when, when those comic books have an impact on you, you sort of put that heavy emotion, emotional baggage along with seeing that movie. So, you know, it, it means a lot to to me than it is probably to you, Christine. I'm sure you like the Marvel films too, but like, you know, there's, there's, I mean, all of them, like, I, I love, I love that. Well, maybe a couple there's, you know, I at least favorable, but for the most part, they're all fucking amazing. And they hit the beats that, I would have wanted growing up reading these comic books I mean, seeing them as movies. It's
0: entertainment, right? So like Yeah. I mean, sure, maybe it's not super deep <sighs> like I don't know what people are expecting, but you you go in, you're not supposed to go into a Marvel film expecting like a world issue to be presented in it, you know? So like it's 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 a different it's like a different kind of film that I don't know why Sorcesi is comparing it to like i don't criterion collection or something that's that's like that's apples and oranges
1: (laughs) yeah it's very yeah you're right you're playing on completely different hemispheres (laughs) with some of these movies like they're they're completely ideologically and literally and figuratively different Yeah. than than any phil Scorsese has done but exactly. i mean like we don't we don't have to take too long with this with this uh yeah. topic because it, you know it was just one of those things where i just found interesting that that it doesn't quite really make sense in the grand scheme of things to get angry about but right. sure enough there are enough angry people out there that that are gonna die on a hill with with that opinion which you know let me tell you hats off to you ladies and gentlemen good job you know, I, I'm proud of you. No, I am. I am. They, 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 you know, they're like, you know, Never mind. I was going to compare it to politics, but like, I, like, no, I fucking know no. politics. I'm not going to, I'm not going to no, do good. it. I'm not going to go there. Uh, yeah. I don't know politics, ladies and gentlemen. What do I, I don't know? Um, there was uh Oh, speaking of comic books, I I've also gone back into comic books. Have I told you about this?
0: a little bit
1: yeah this was like a few months ago i i talked about this but like yeah i'm i'm still heavy into comic books like i have a comiXology app apparently it's free through amazon prime i learned that and apparently like when you sign up for comiXology through your amazon prime account you get like hundreds and thousands of fucking comic books that are just free just for you to fucking read and shit. I'm just okay, like, are you okay. fucking serious? I just been sitting on a gold mine this entire time and nobody fucking told me, you know, the shit. So, I got heavy back into Batman. Holy shit. And I forgot yeah. how fucking awesome Batman is because I re- like read the um Have you heard of this artist and writer called Frank Miller? He he made Sin City.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes,
1: yes, he he yes. that he made the comic books of Sin City. Robert yeah. Rodriguez did the movies and did
0: stuff. Yes, but I know. But he didn't he was really he was heavily involved in the film too, right? Yeah,
1: very involved. Oh, yeah, he was yeah. he was there from beginning to end because that's why it looks like as if he Robert Rodriguez like copy and pasted the fucking comic books right into fucking right M- movie format which is nuts it's literally panel by panel each of those comic books like
0: that's why i thought yeah it was it's very comic book like
1: yeah specific. and like and the color scheme was exactly the same like with the red blood and it's black and white and you see like yeah. the fucking I gross love, ass I, like I, yellow I alien
0: city like the way yeah, I did it um i don't know i just thought it was, it was so you might actually like anything.
1: the comic book do you have amazon prime Uh, I do. It's download Comixology and link your Amazon account and you can read Sin City like today. Okay. It's it's awesome. I I love the comic books. It's dark for sure. But I mean, it's Sin City. I don't think
0: I've ever really like read a comic book except the only comic thing I've ever. And it's never too late, Christine. (laughs) Only thing I've ever is like, you know, in the newspaper, like peanuts and stuff. I used to read those. Comments. Jesus
1: Christ! What are you a dork? <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> what am I, a dork?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Nah, no, I'm. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, ch- I'm playing. I'm playing. I don't, I don't mean to make fun of you, but yeah, I mean, if you enjoy the, but, I mean, if I you know enjoy what? the Archie section of the newspaper, <laughs> good for you. Next to the crosswords and shit, right? Jesus.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
1: I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm playing. Oh, no. <laughs> Everybody, you know, I love, but my love of comic, well, my love of comic books come from like a, actually like kind of like a deep personal thing. Well, not that personal. It was hard for me to read growing up so for me like it was hard for me to reading comprehension was the worst because Mm -hmm. i would read the words but nothing would come into my head like nothing would come into my mind so therefore i'm overthinking and i'm not letting like the words kind of speak for itself and shit like that comic books helped me with that reading comprehension of just like uh, understanding in the connection between the pictures and what they're saying in the text bubbles and Whatnot, you know, it just helps me engage the words just a little bit easier. After I read a comic book, I can read a novel, you know, or mm. whatever. So growing up, I've always read comic books. And, you know, if I'm reading like a novel from school or something, it's usually like, I, I hate those school books that I have to fucking read. and and then so to offset that i would bring comic books or i would rent comic books Ah. from the library and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and um it was cool because like there was uh not my high school but my middle school had like a whole comic book section like in their library and i just i literally ransacked their fucking comic book section i was a dork and just fucking hung out in those aisles literally every day. Like I'm just there just like looking at comic books and then like checking out like three or four at a time and like, or no, it was like, there was like a limit of like two books you could check out at the time. I think like in high school, it was like different with certain, but it doesn't matter. But basically like I, I had it in with the librarian and I was like, Hey dude, like I, we're chilling. Like I I'd give you snacks. I'll do whatever I got to do. If you could just let me like rent, like, or borrow like two more copies of comic books yeah. and they allowed me, they're like, yeah, go, go ahead. You know, as long as you return them and stuff and I returned every single one of them. So I, you know, enjoyed comic books as much as I would re- enjoy any other book but i think i enjoy comic books a little more just because yeah. like i appreciate the artistic factor and like how how my thought processes is usually like like how i think about frames looks like a comic book okay. <laughs> like every time i'm writing something like especially like going through the script like i'm i'm reading it like a comic book in a way in a way ah, but it's okay. it, it's still you framed go through
0: life like its a comic <laughs>
1: Listen, and it's so much easier that <laughs> way.
0: <laughs> I'm not hating. That's cool. That's cool to think that way. I mean, like, I guess when I think about it, I often
1: I could be insane. I could be out of my make... fucking no, mind. I think, so I
0: think when I um,
1: what happened? Did your, I, is your is your power yeah, out?
0: I lo- No, I lost light. Like light. <gasps> oh,
1: outside, so, gotcha. Oh, oh, gotcha. Um, went, yeah.
0: so, <laughs> For some uh, reason, I was like, "Wait, what?" Getting what <laughs> darker and darker. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, it's um I will when people give me when they describe events or funny things and stuff, I yeah. automatically think of scenes as well. So I guess it's kind of similar to that a little bit. Um,
1: well, I get that from everything, really. But yeah. how I frame it in my mind looks like a comic book in a way. So yeah. like I I can I can maybe draw, but it won't be as good as I want it to be but I think I can get the idea out you know I think I can like get that idea just out and then you know it doesn't need to be perfect as long as you know you can understand what what is being interpreted there and stuff like that um and also like you know, I grew up watching anime as well. And I read those, you know, graphic novels as well, which are yeah. called mangas or mangas. Yeah, right, as yes, people yes, yes. call them, but I call them mangas because it just, it sounds, it sounds proper cooler. that way. I don't know. It may be cooler. I don't know. It might be the wrong way of saying it, but somebody I know is going to school me at some point. <laughs> um, Yeah. So I read those a lot. My sister also read them and she's mm-hmm. the one who got me into that really. Like, but, you know, other than that, comic books has just been my complete definition of my reading material and my like almost education in life yeah. as I grew up and stuff like that, you know? That's cool. You learn a lot from comic books. Like, I mean, I've learned about humanity and like how not every person is, it can, can, Can anybody can be a deceiver? You know, you just got to keep your wits about you and and understand you got to trust yourself and trust yourself and others who believe in that trust and and stuff like that. Through like comic books, like Batman and shit like that. Yeah, you know, you you learn you learn a lot from from these. But um, yeah, people still say you know uh, comics for babies, right? It's like yeah, totally, totally. totally is i think let me give you a copy of sin city and still tell me it's for babies (laughs) you know
0: well i think there's like a thing where um that's why i think we i love like pix pixar and disney you know and love pixar i think there's a way where people are more accepting of like maybe controversial or adult concepts but when it's when it's presented in a simple and non-intrusive and um when it doesn't feel like it's live action, I think people are more willing to see think outside the box and and see it from being outside the box, right? So you can actually delve into um really triggering issues without immediately triggering people. You know. i
1: don't know it, it was would be fucking triggering in the first five minutes of up have you seen that shit holy fucking up. god
0: yeah Up that was great
1: ripped my fucking heart and stomped on it and stared at me with a smile on its face the first five minutes of that fucking movie i was it was it hurt it really hurt oh yeah. my god oh dude it was so heartbreaking it was just like it was i never seen that from a pixar film because yeah. it came from fucking cars three and then after cars three we get up i think and uh it, that's such a weird fucking 180 dude it was just like yeah Have do you remember up do you have you seen it
0: i remember up yeah it was i mean it was beautiful film
1: it was just a, a man's yeah. life and and his passion for love and his significant other and then the yeah. significant other wasn't gone it was just like oh the fuck I don't, i'm not ready for that shit what the fuck and then it was, it was like a very, yeah very,
0: very very beautiful film yes
1: medalist fuck movie. though holy yeah. shit
0: <laughs> yeah no that was i remember that and but that's that's like an adult I get what you're saying though but I'm saying like like um Zootopia right Zootopia was really about race issues
1: right that's true
0: but in a very subtle way in a very subtle way but it's hidden in like between the rabbits and the yeah it's a very subtle but like just because it's in a non-threatening medium per se people are more likely to like watch it and then be like oh did i learn something you know (laughs) right oh you know instead of i think i think we're so conditioned to react first before we have even a chance to like sit and process that information uh and i think when we don't see immediately that this film or whatever is trying to teach us something, we relax and we don't immediately jump to reacting. Right. Right. So like, I don't know if it's just because we're, we're triggered by social media or the news or whatnot, but like, you know, if you immediately see, some political issue. So somebody who looks mildly right. political on TV saying something that seems like it's it's going to be controversial. You immediately your brain goes to like I'm going to fight about whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But when it's like oh cute, I don't know, comics and and animals and stuff like that, you're like okay, like it's cool, non threatening. We're yeah. totally cool, even though it's like very much about you know. The The problems
1: we face today. Exactly.
0: The same exact problems that we face.
1: And part of that problem is I do believe that sloths do run the DMV. I do, I do still believe that. I I love
0: that scene. I do so much.
1: Those people are the slowest motherfuckers on the planet. And they Uh, depict that perfectly.
0: Perfectly. perfectly. Brilliant. I I laughed so hard. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, this is brilliant.
1: Brilliant. so good it was so good it, and like the, how they drew out that fucking scene like taffy dude it was just like oh dude it's it, it kills me yeah yeah
0: that was a brilliant really very good of it. <clears throat> yeah
1: and you'll 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 get to uh witness that especially in los angeles how the dmv is an absolute atrocity it is it is an absolute it is It is it is it should be goes it goes without saying that is this probably the seventh circle of hell is the Los Angeles Department of Motor Vehicles. I
0: really I feel like that's just having experience just trying to get my car fixed in Los Angeles was already horrendous. A crisis. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And so I I can't imagine. Anything else? I think it's just that they're inundated with people. There are so many people, and there's uh, way too many people. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. And there's not enough DMVs, clearly, but there's right. also not enough payroll to pay for another DMV either.
0: <laughs> right. So. <laughs> right.
1: So, so yeah, everybody's at a mute it. point, and everyone's like, "This fucking sucks." It's like, yeah, we do. We all have to wait seven and a half hours for the shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So.
0: I I think it's interesting. Um, I
1: think so too, and I think a lot of movies do depict that. And I think you're right. I think like anything you can watch, any piece of medium you can watch, even music too, you can get a message from it. You can you can extract something from 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 it, unless like there isn't anything to fucking extract, which is I which is ninety percent of what TikTok is. But you know, (laughs) it's other than that. There is a message you can probably pull from, you know, any kind of media if you put your passion and mind to it. You know, mm-hmm. not to discredit the TikTokers. I'm sure you sure. put, for sure you put lots of production time and work <laughs> into crafting those TikToks. Oh, thing, no. It's not my <laughs> place to say, I'm not, don't come at me, TikTokers. How dare you? Um, oh, yeah. But we'll I, th- I do, I do think though that, uh, that I I don't know like I just I I get it gets so weird when people are like uh, oh, you know those movies or the comic books or soap operas are for fucking babies or whatever it's like for you know people who just don't care it's like no there's it's not that it's it, people people just have their own taste of course at the mm-hmm. end of the day but. Mm-hmm. Also, you got to recognize that if, if enough people enjoy one specific thing, which, by the way, Netflix has all the numbers on how many people enjoy specific fucking things, they understand where the money is going to go to. And if that money is going to go to hokey ass fucking holiday films are going to produce hokey ass holiday films. Because
0: it is what it is a, because there's a proven market. And when there's a proven market, that means a proven income. An income stream, which means people are going to make their money and make their money back, which is why this happens, why hokey. I mean, I'm I'm guilty for it. Yeah, <laughs> I watch Hallmark films because I know what to expect and. Sometimes I don't want to think, and sometimes
1: sort I of Marvel in a way, sort of like that as well. Yeah, you know, you sort of understand where you're going to get yourself into if you understand the hero that is being depicted. Yeah, absolutely. Right, I believe that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Man, a lot of Marvel films Are probably fucking want to kick my ass for saying that kind of garbage. <laughs> but I, I, I listen. There's, there's, everything can coexist. It's just, it's a matter of. What your perspective is is in that moment, I guess. Whatever, it, like it, it just it feels silly to just to just argue the fact that it's just like yeah, but the movies I watch are are intellectual. It makes you think. It makes you uh, ponder humanity. It's like, do you want to deal with that for the rest of your life? I kind of chalk those people up like with the CNN people. You know what I mean? Like they just kind of dedicate the news to the rest of their fucking existence. Mm -hmm. And they just have to like constantly spout out how much like information they know. And like, it's a, it's a mind flex for, for anybody to just like kind of whip some fucking knowledge right at your feet that you probably don't even know, but also ultimately don't care (laughs) because it's not what your thing is, but these people are passionate. We're passionate about movies, Mm -hmm. but I think, I think those people who are also passionate about movies don't really have like, a, don't know, like they don't, they don't have that sense of like, like ego that they, they know some, like they know movies better than normal people do. You know what I mean? When there's plenty of normal people that can give you a movie recommendation that you have no idea what it's about, but can easily rock your world. And I've been easily that person many times. Somebody just recommends me a movie who, don't even like movies or barely watch movies recommend movies to me that are just like, wait a second, you watch this. What the fuck? This is awesome. I never even seen this before. Sometimes people just blow my mind, but yeah, I, I, I don't know where my point was gonna go, other than the fact that like people need to have a bigger perspective on, on movies. And I feel like you can it's really all
0: about taste and preference in the end. I but mean but try it out, are... but try it
1: out. It's just like food, it's just like try it out. If you never tried sushi before, try it out. You might fucking you might fucking surprise yourself, you might, you know, and then people who are like, I would never eat McDonald's, that garbage is, is nonsense. It's like, yeah, but have you bit into a Big Mac though? <laughs> Have you ever been to a Big Mac? Yes or no? And if if it's a no, then how do you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would never eat uh, Taco Bell ever in my life. It's like yeah, but have you had a Crunchwrap Supreme from Taco Bell? <laughs> have you just answer that question. And listen, there's so many people who want to argue with me that Taco Bell's garbage. Have you eaten a Crunchwrap? No, I have not. Well, you haven't experienced Taco Bell, my friend, and it is what it is. It's fine. It's okay. But you can't tell me that something is better than the other. If you haven't even experienced both dummy, mm-hmm. what's, why are we having this argument in the first place? I'm not going to go to a, a, a three Michelin star fucking restaurant tomorrow. Am I I'm not fooling anybody? We don't live in France. Shut up. <laughs> you know? Uh, and I'm probably, you know, French people probably do have Taco Bell there. Who knows? Who knows?
0: In I would love to think. In conclusion, let's not be judgy. And yeah, just still be judgy. And try try everything. Try
1: be the yeah. fresh perspective of Bel Air. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's just it's all taste. I it's all taste. It's we're in this. It, it's funny because it's kind of a nice segue too. I think a lot of filmmakers right now are submitting to film festivals and it's like the mm, most depressing right.
1: time. It, it's the winter time, <laughs> shit, yeah.
0: It's the worst. It's the Yeah, worst. yeah. Because it's basically, you just submit to like, I mean like hundreds, so hundreds some film festivals and you're maybe going to get into like 2% of it. Right. you know, um, And it's that whole there's so many factors that go into film festivals it's it's like it's like making your playlist right so so you might have a song that's awesome but it doesn't fit the flow of the playlist right and then so you then you like say that that song can't get into your playlist and then that Person who made that song is going to be super depressed because they're just going to think that their song was bad when in fact their song was probably great. That's it did yeah. fit the theme and flow of the playlist,
1: match the vibe that's of the festival. That's the problem. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so that's, and I had like a kind of a, just, I read in um, Jacob and Goliath, I think is was the, was the book by Mark Malcolm Gladwell, but it's wow. about. Holy Jacob. shit, you read that? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, it was about. You're so
1: sophisticated. I'm. I'm fucking. I'm a dummy, dude. Holy
0: whatever. shit! I, don't, I don't Anyways, read No fucking lie at the shit. Shut up. The fuck. Um, the idea is that the impression impressionism wouldn't have happened if the guys who did impressionism didn't curate their own art gallery. Wow, because they had been trying to submit to the right. people who let you into the Louvre or not, basically. Uh huh. But and your so voice many is not heard. Artists have mm. like apparently committed suicide because they like couldn't make it into. Because apparently, getting into the Louvre would make or break your career. Essentially, like if you didn't get into it, then the people in the world would be like, your art must suck. Therefore you couldn't get into this one exclusive gallery showing, right? And so what happened was the impressionistic people were like, fuck this. They just don't understand what we're doing. And then they created their own like gallery showing and invited all the people, created a shit ton of buzz and everybody was like, this is genius. And then the critics were like, why are people paying attention to this little tiny like Mm -hmm. thing? And then they go and they're like, well, if everybody says it's cool, then it must be cool. Then it
1: must be right. Yeah, and yeah.
0: then they created their own way, and then started this whole thing of impressionism. But what does that teach us? Is that like we're so conditioned to go through these gatekeeping processes that we fail often to stand outside the zone and be like that's just one way for people right to see your film and that's just one way for people to give a shit about your film and we let that define how good or bad we are as creators as artists as filmmakers when in fact those were all measures of success that somebody some dude some committee that's human created and right. who is to say that that committee stands for the taste of the entire world of cinema right so i mean if you think about it did Steven Spielberg ever like any of his films go to like a film festival prior? You know, like did *The Jaws* win South by Southwest? Like Universal
1: no, like, barely trusted him with *Jaws*. Yeah, yeah.
0: So <laughs> there's no film festival for Steven. To like approach this right. thing is like okay, you know. Yes, I've submitted to film festivals. No, we didn't get to South by Southwest, which blows. We didn't get into the Slam Dance or Sundance, which also blows. But I'm like, well, world, let's see what will happen if we create our own, like, kind of like what Thunder Road, uh, to be fair, Thunder Road did win South by Southwest. But, you know, they also bypassed the distributors and self-distributed it themselves. And so I'm like, I feel like there's enough people in the world that likes mermaids and women content. and yeah. On adult Goonies films. So, why couldn't it be successful if I did a short, limited, you know, screening, theatrical screening? I don't know. It's a risk. It's scary and all that stuff. But, like, you just got to like, sometimes think outside of the box, you know? And
1: And sometimes you got to take those risks as well. And I yeah. think that's a great risk to take, even if the payoff isn't what you think it is it, right. I, I still think it can still pay off like right. i don't know i if, you're right there's enough people who can give a shit about a story that is Ursley, you know especially with yeah. how much we talked about it there's so,
0: uh, i mean it's my hope it's, it's my hope but yeah I, I i have
1: big hopes for that 100 yeah yeah and also like <laughs> I don't know how I feel about those other film festivals. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I like not, not because it's like, oh, because you know, there's only so many movies I can go in. It's not just that. It's just the, it's, it's the, it's what you said. It's the idea of gatekeeping. It's just the idea of just like, Hey man, if you want to make it, you got to go to here. You got to you got to go here. Yeah. And if if you don't go here, well then just yeah, leave the industry and just never which come back. Which is
0: stupid, which is which, is
1: which really, doesn't make any fucking sense. Like we're we're kind doesn't. of working backwards here when it comes yeah. to yeah, when it comes to filmmaking because why? Because uh, there's uh, you, just distribution with sound? no there isn't, you know. Uh, is there are you going to make money from it? No, you don't. You know, it's just like uh, it's all for exposure. It's just like, you know, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't quite make sense. It's like the people who rather watch short form videos like on YouTube rather than watch like, you know, full length videos on YouTube. That's why there's YouTube shorts and shit like that. Mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. there's no monetary gain for any of this shit, none whatsoever. So really when you're going into it you're really going into for strictly like to get higher and higher into the food chain of the you know eyes on on your thing but right that's all you need are eyes on your product so there's so many ways of going about it i just feel like right i feel like going that route is just like yeah you're right that's one way but there's if you just put your fucking mind to it, I just feel like there's so many other avenues Avenues, we can explore that, you know, even if, if you're taking a risk, you're taking a risk going to South by, you're taking a risk doing that anyways. So why won't you already take the risk to just get your stuff out there? Like you said, like build the fucking gallery yourself. It's a bunch of fucking people that said, we're going to build something here. And it's, it's the thing. And It's like, okay, great. And we're going to, yeah.
0: we believe in it. I believe in it. So I just, right. <clears throat> I don't know. It's just crazy that it's just for those of you going into the film festival circuit. Circuit, right now, yeah. God it, bless you. <laughs> this, um, time. Yeah. But um, I think that's what we need, all need to. If you truly believe in your film and everything, just know that there's other venues to get. I, I mean, if you. It's think not about the it, end. What, what's the purpose of a film festival? Obviously, there are. <clears throat> If you if you really dissect it, it's so that films can be seen in a theater, but for the lowest economic cost. Cause if we group a bunch of films together, that <laughs> right. means more people can come. And we don't have to we hedge our uh yeah, we 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 hedge our bets more because now it's five films or ten films being shown where we book out a theater for $500, but that means like there's potential of more people <laughs> who are kind of come and fill the seats. Right? Exactly. So you, there's just, so that's a lower you versus one film that books out a theater for $500 or whatever cost for the theater. Right. That's pretty risky. Right. So you're it just, is. you're hedging your risk by having a festival by screening multiple films together. And yes, some of these gain traction, and you know uh critics love them, or gatekeepers go in and say this these you know if you win these things, then like then you're great and stuff like that. But in the end, these are man made standards, you know, sure if you are able to get into Harvard, there's a higher chance that you are legitimately a smart human being but does that guarantee that you're going to succeed more than somebody who didn't go to Harvard? Right. So it's just,
1: right. It's all a matter of perspective. Yes. And, and also like, it's not the end either, you know, it's, it's kind of like everything has its, its ups and downs. And because one Avenue just didn't fucking quite work out for you. Yeah, you can go to the on to the next. And then if that doesn't work out, then to the next and repeat. You know, I I just I feel like, yeah, I I think you're right. I think I think it's just some you gotta you just got to understand you can make it worth your while for getting eyes on screens. If you just keep focusing on that, rather than Mm -hmm. just focus on well, if these 15 film festivals don't work out. yeah. <laughs> then I'm screwed. <laughs> <Here's plan C. laughs>
0: yeah.
1: It just doesn't make sense. It's just like, why would you make that your end game? Yeah, and then yeah. and then your film just doesn't see the light of day? What? Like, why? It makes no sense. Oh. And I feel like that happens so much, too. Like, how many films have just like I mean, I'm sure they gotten probably like some of them gotten some sort of distribution in some way, shape, or form? Maybe it's like through crowdfunding, whatever it is. And for that, that's awesome. But I can just only imagine like the people who didn't have the, and also too, like the internet has gotten so much better now in terms of distribution and everybody can access certain apps for free. And like, you can sign up for YouTube for free and it's accessible to so many people. But 10 years ago, it wasn't. 10 years ago, or no, 15 years ago, it was just still in its infancy right like yeah. i think like youtube was uh, like it's still fairly new kind yeah. of i guess but also like there was not much access back then so how many of those films have just vanished. never made it yeah yeah that, that was it yeah they just vanish yeah that's just it's crazy that. yeah i can't even imagine how many films and they probably some of them are good it's yeah. just like you said it just didn't fit the fucking playlist. It just didn't fit the the orchestra of it all. Yeah. You know, and I get it, but also not really. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like you're, you're, again, you're gatekeeping uh, these certain amount of fucking films. Yet I understand you can't accept all the fucking all films.
0: Right. Because but it, it v- is really depressing to think that, though. Yeah. Like, that, oh, that people, some people, people have given up on filmmaking because of that you know
1: which so, you know it it and that's so that's so unfortunate <laughs> you know because yeah. it, it, there's there's so much i don't know there's so much to gain uh when it comes to you know just letting letting a film just sort of like even if it's like because
0: get it though it is depressing like
1: the I only people it. i would worry about when it comes to like monetary value is paying the people who worked on that said film. But when it, if I'm like the director or the producer, I, I wouldn't, I would just want as many eyes as I possibly can. Not saying that I would just like fucking put it on YouTube and say, call it a day. I mean, I would have to try and shit and do my best to just, you know, see who, uh, where I can, you know, get a distribution from and, and shit like that. But yeah. also Doing, doing it yourself is going to probably be more worth more while. And what if, if it does work? If it works, you could be making bank, bro. You could be we'll
0: making bank. Know. You know what I'm I saying?
1: Mean, you ain't yeah. cutting no one in that shit. It's just you, you know?
0: Yeah, we'll see. Well, well, this is all a nice learning It's all a learning experiment. experiment. Yeah, so absolutely. We'll see how it goes. Um, i well, hope- I'm excited this the there'll be fun there'll be a string of I think the next few will be like me navigating distribution in the theatrical world,
1: <laughs> yeah, and how wild it is too uh, like just yeah. in the theatrical world' it's like especially in a world that like i don't know like i mean i I don't want to. I hate saying that movie theaters like aren't the same because I sound fucking old. Sounds like it sounds like a novelty thing to say. Like, yeah, there's not many people in movie theaters anymore. Of course, there's not many fucking people in the movie theaters anymore because all you have to do is wait, literally less than a month, and it's already in home video, you know, or it's already in streaming or whatever, you know. So the convenience is just it's the convenience is there for. Streaming and, and at home viewing more than going to the theater. There's a little more, and also theaters are getting expensive too. Yeah. They're they're really they're really fucking expensive. And i I can understand because growing up, I remembered like I couldn't see a movie because like a movie ticket was just twelve dollars at the time, like when I was growing up and shit. And I can't even imagine how much it is now, especially at that same movie theater. You know, so. I don't know. I, I feel like there's, there's, there's all sorts of sides to this. And, you know, I, I think, I think one way or the other people are going to enjoy what you have. There's so many people out there. Some You're bound to, you're, you're bound to make some sort of success. I, I feel it. I see it. And I know it.
0: I hope so. I mean, I like it. And so many people who watch it have been like, this is really cool. And so it is yeah.
1: cool. I love it. I, I even even in the in the in the in the roughest form that I've seen it, it was just it was still like, "Fuck, we did that. It's so fucking rad. I, I love it." it. You know. Yes. Um, so I know, I understand I'm a biased fucking audience for sure, but I don't know. Even <clears throat> even if I came from the outside, I still think those story fucking rules. Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah, dude. Have we? we how long? Yeah. How long have we gone?
0: I think we're about there.
1: What's there? Probably Have we done an hour? An
0: hour. I think Have so. we done more than an hour?
1: Fuck! It feels like we've done like three hours. I, I, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie.
0: Well, we also spent an hour and a half figuring out how to get ourselves. <sighs> yeah,
1: in that's true. <laughs> Good it's God! Okay. That All right. Fault. No, it's 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 our fault. It's fine. So, ladies and gentlemen, that has been the Get Realisms podcast. Get on GetRealisms.com today. And pick up your book, pick up your uh, poster, your shirts, everything, get realisms, get realisms.com, please. And thank you. And all the previous episodes of um, of this podcast are on com, along with your favorite streaming platform. Speaking of streaming. Uh, and if you think we're making any money from this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, it's a free podcast. So make up make up the conclusion for yourselves. We ain't making shit So we do this because we fucking love it and We love talking to each other And I love doing this with you, Christine So this is this is too. an absolute fucking treat And to that, I hope uh, we will see you guys next week uh, When we do another episode And let's see, is that it? I think that's it So, yeah it. <laughs> is, this, is this it, ladies and gentlemen? I don't know That's it And that's it. That's all folks. Uh, yeah. Next week tune in and hopefully we'll have more, uh, juicy Ursley news and uh, yeah, we'll see you then everybody. Goodbye. I'm leaving because I have to pee actually really bad. So goodbye, everybody. (laughs)